in this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 26, where I'll answer the question, why is the Lord's Supper important? First Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 26 says, For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The Lord's Supper is one of the fundamental acts of worship that Christians participate in. And I know that some of you might not even like that idea. You might say, oh, no, but the acts of worship, that's prayer and that's song and that's preaching. And you should not deny that participation in the Lord's Supper is a fundamentally important part of Christian worship because it takes all of these facts of Jesus' life, the fact of his resurrection, and it puts it in front of us corporately as a group that we participate in together, that we together are proclaiming the thing that binds us together as believers in Jesus Christ, that by his death, we have been reconciled to God. See, it's this idea that gets communicated in the Lord's Supper, and this is why the Lord's Supper is so important, because it's a tie-in between the worship of the Old Testament and the worship in the New. When we participate in the Lord's Supper together, we are doing this great act that's instituted by Christ, that helps us to remember him, that ultimately proclaims his death. So here are three thoughts from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 26, answering the question, why is the Lord's Supper important? Thought number one, instituted by Jesus. The Lord's Supper is instituted by Jesus. On the night he's betrayed, what does he do? He takes the bread, he breaks it, he gives it to his disciples. He takes the cup, he pours it, he shares it with his disciples. He lets them know that this is something that you're going to do. This is something that the people who believe in him are going to do. They're going to do it together. It's going to be a regular part of their fellowship. It's significant. It's important. He does this in the context of the Passover, one of the most significant days for the Jewish people. He does it in this context of the celebration of the Lord's redemption of the people of Israel, him taking them out of slavery. None of this is by chance. All of this is deliberate. This is what Jesus has instituted for his followers. And for no other reason than that, it's important. Thought number two, remembrance. When we participate in the Lord's Supper, we are actively remembering what Jesus Christ has done for us. This is why you should participate in the Lord's Supper frequently. I know that a lot of people don't like to take it very frequently. And you can do what you want, but why would you want to cheat yourself of this wonderful thing that binds us together as believers? It's a point where we can sit there and remember what Jesus Christ has done for us. And this gives us a reason why we're sitting next to this person who otherwise we might not have anything in common with. In Christ, we have this in common. We have a common Savior, and we remember that he has died for us when we participate 
in the Lord's Supper. A lot of people think that there's more going on in the Lord's Supper than remembrance. I personally think that. I personally think that there's more going on in the Lord's Supper than just remembrance, but there certainly isn't anything less going on. It is definitely a point where we deliberately remember Jesus Christ's death. Thought number three, proclaim Christ's death. When you participate in the Lord's Supper, you are proclaiming Christ's death, and you are doing so within the context of the New Testament. Meaning, you're not just proclaiming the fact that he has died, but you're proclaiming the fact that he has died, and you believe that he has died for the redemption of your soul, for the forgiveness of your sins, so that you can be atoned for and made right with God. These are the things that you are proclaiming when you participate in the Lord's Supper. You're proclaiming that he died and that he died for those who have faith in him. It isn't just a matter of stating a fact that Jesus Christ died. It's saying that Jesus Christ died for a specific purpose. He died accomplishing that which the Father had intended for him. He died doing his Father's will so that ultimately the people of God would be made right before a holy creator. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of 1 Corinthians chapters 11 and 12. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.